Hello everybody and thank you for coming back to yet another episode of The Gloving Paradigm. I am your host Peter aka LPDA Dubuque and this week it's going to be a very interesting week for me at least. I don't know about you guys but today at the time of this recording is Saturday evening. Of course is the day after Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving but Valentine's Day. Excuse me, I know I'm getting my holidays mixed up but that's totally fine because I have a tendency of doing that. <laughs> You know, but yes, Valentine's Day just came and gone. I had a wonderful time on my Valentine's Day. I got to go see Johnny Mathis live in concert. And ironically enough, when I went to go see him, I got into an elevator with him in it. Ironically enough. So with the odds of meeting the person you're going to see in concert on an elevator ride at a casino when you're going to see him pretty high uh apparently that was uh, very interesting to <laughs> actually see johnny mathis in casual clothing just riding the elevator with a bunch of other fans <laughs> now granted yes most of those fans were over the age of 50 and i was pretty much the only person there under the age of 30 but you know what i it's I like that music. I like Johnny Mathis. He has a wonderful voice. He can be just as sophisticated as Nat King Cole. He can be just as bombastic as Sammy Davis Jr. He can be just as sweet and elegant as Nancy Wilson. And also be just as fun poppy as Ellis Fitzgerald. Okay? Like, it's just... it's. I like that music. Okay? It's just my personal thing. I like the old style of music. I like swing music. It's good stuff to me. It has wonderful lyrics. All that jazz. But, again, I am digressing. So, what is, what is the topic that we're going to be talking about this week? Well, I asked a very simple question, and a very interesting question in my opinion, if you don't mind me asking. I asked the very important question of, what is the quintessential thing one must master first in gloving to make everything else fall into place? And I got a lot of comments. I'm actually very happy to see the amount of comments and see the amount of activity happen on this type of question. Uh, it, it's really nice to see, you know, the community engage in such a question so very quickly. And another great thing that I, I love at, at all of this is that even though there was minor levels of trolling, it did never it never got too too much. You know, uh, so I'm very very happy to see that. But what the community had to say is a lot of things. A lot of people will probably tell you. Like one person in particular saying that the basics do not matter and will never matter in any situation, even though that was pretty much what I we considered a <laughs> a troll. A lot of other people would say things like pacing, musicality, flow, tech, things like that. You know, there there is a lot of different things people were pointing out. Uh, I would certainly say the big one that I thoroughly enjoyed was one that just posted and saying patience without the patience to practice correctly nothing gets discovered uh, I personally think that was one of my favorite comments to be posted on there and there is one on here that I definitely want to say that I found very very interesting um, I definitely would let you guys know what it says if you're not in any of these gloving groups I know most of my new listeners who have just recently liked the page are probably not in the same groups so if you want to get in those groups, you definitely need to look these up. Uh, most of these I'm pulling off the of Glover's Lounge, but I do have a couple of the other ones. So of course, one in particular by a person with the last name Katz is the only thing I'm going to reveal. Uh, he says, if you want some philosophical answer, it's definitely patience. Gloving isn't something you get good at overnight, and it takes a lot of time, practice, and diligence to get as good as your favorite Glover. The best Glovers were bad at some point and poured countless hours into it. 
I guess my point is to not get discouraged and don't get something immediately. There is things that I'm picking up now, five years-ish, that I gave up years ago because I didn't immediately click, and it's negatively affected my style a lot. Now, as you can see, there are a lot of interesting things that people have been saying. You know, a lot of people have been saying patience, honesty, and open-mindedness all simultaneously, and I definitely agree. Uh, <laughs> some of the things that I find interesting were some of the other comments like, <laughs> this one has to be my personal favorite gag one because it's just, it's so good. Somebody posted saying to learn to put on and take off your gloves. Yes, granted that is pretty much the quintessential thing to learn in gloving that will let everything else fall into place is being able to put on your gloves and taking them off. Totally get it. But <laughs> no, so a lot of the things I will certainly tell you, a lot of the community are pointing things to finger rolls, liquid and digits, whips and flails, and of course I got plenty of memes. Uh, but, you know, who doesn't like a good meme? I, I sure do. I love memes myself, so, you know. <laughs> but some of the true points that I found that a lot of people were saying are the recurring words of patience, diligence, and perseverance. These are the things I feel, as a Glover myself, these are very, very important things for you to have. Uh, so, segueing into the point of it all is, what is it really? So we're gonna break this down into two parts. There are the mentality and then there's the concepts. Okay, first we're gonna start with the mentality. Now, every, every hobby, job, art, whatever you want to insert in this particular topic slot, all has a mentality to it. You know, whether it be a casual mentality, a competitive mentality, a professional mentality, a whatever the case may be. You know, there, there are levels of mentalities that people have when it comes to certain things. When it comes to gloving, in my opinion, the three major things you have to have in terms of your mentality is diligence, dedication, and the utmost important one, in my opinion, which is the quintessential mentality portion of it all is patience. Okay, I can certainly tell you, going on 10 years now of doing this, in terms of gloving, not the podcast, just pointing that out, but 10 years of gloving, I can certainly tell you that patience is the quintessential thing you have to have in your mentality to master gloving, okay? For everything else to fall into place in gloving, patience is something you need to master, okay? You know, it, again, if you guys refer back to the gap episode where I talked about the gap, this is where it kind of ties in. Having the patience of putting in the work and putting in the effort and putting in the time that you need to actually master concepts from their simplest to their most complex and complicated and intricate designs and all that stuff. You gotta have the patience to get to that point. Okay. Now granted, I will certainly say dedication comes into that is that if you don't have the dedication, you're not going to be able to have the patience to master to get to that point either. And of course, diligence as well, you know, <laughs> one major thing that I know a lot of people have been coming across a lot lately is being discouraged by whether their own self-doubt or through outside influences. Uh, wherever the case may be, you really need to push that away from you because, you know, the whole discouragement thing is just, it's nothing good for you. It's not going to help you at all in any way of the word. So, 
you know, pushing all that negativity aside is what's going to help. And I feel like diligence is what really gets you to do that. Okay, you are now putting yourself, you are dedicated to this art. You are now patient enough to put yourself through this time process of learning all these different concepts and growing as a person. That diligence comes into play when it comes to outside influences and any form of negativity and discouragement. Now, one major thing I'm going to move forward on is the concepts. Now, yes, there are a plethora of concepts in gloving. We have them all over the place. You know, we got liquid, we got tutting, we got digits, we got dials, we got clusters, we got whips, flails, tunnels, teleporting, all that jazz. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but there are, at least in my opinion, three important concepts that people need to master that kind of really just lets everything else fall into place. Now, granted, some of these concepts don't translate as well into others, but there's one particular concept that does translate into everything and I'll get to that. So the first thing I wanted to point out is liquid. The reason why I say liquid is really really important for you to learn and master is because it's not necessarily simple and it's the simplest concept. It is to me the one type of concept archetype that's the easiest to follow with the eye. Okay you know if you look at tutting and digits and dials and stuff you know if you're somebody who's not very familiar with gloving as a whole, that can get a little jarring for you because you're having to watch all these other moving parts really, really quickly. Liquid doesn't do that. Liquid just kind of exists as it does. And your eye is just easily able to follow it. You can follow it from one point to another. You can follow it up, down, left, right, sideways, slantways, squareways, all the ways that Willy Wonka listed off in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You know what I'm getting at. You know... <laughs> So, liquid as an archetype is something I feel like a lot of newcomers should learn to master first. It is a very easy concept, it's very simplistic in its nature, and it's very easy for the eye to follow, okay? And there's a very important reason why liquid is so crucial for the eye to follow, okay? Now, one thing that I know I haven't really seen a lot of people do in a very long time, except for a lot of newcomers when they're first starting out, because it's a very simple concept. But, you know, there, there's a way to take such a simple concept like this and make it beautiful into a wonderful creative art piece. And that is the figure eight. Okay, it is a very simple concept. You're literally drawing an eight with one hand and having that other hand follow it and making that figure eight. You know, and of course, what makes it a little bit more complicated and makes it look look more intricate is when you start actually kind of like integrating liquid into it and you actually get that classic liquid figure eight that trips actually did a tutorial video if i remember correctly that explains it very very well so i do highly recommend you watching that if you want to learn more on that but of course what is the one quintessential concept that helps people get all the other concepts to fall into place rather easily and I know a lot of people are probably going to roll their eyes when I say this because it's so ab absurd in a way to think that this is the one one concept that falls into everything else. Okay, and uh, let me explain it. But first things first, I got to reveal it. And that's finger rolls. Okay, I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes going, oh God, he just said finger rolls. Wow, he just memed us all. No, I am not memeing you at all. I'm being completely serious that finger rolls, in my opinion, or the one quintessential thing one should master first and everything else falls into place. Now let me explain. First things first about finger rolls. It incorporates 
all of your fingers. If you if you don't think it does, it really actually does. You know, you start with your first index finger and you roll your fingers out and you go to the other index finger and then you roll them all back in. That's literally using all of your fingers. It's literally using almost every movement in your hands to perform this action. And what's so crazy about finger rolls is that it's so ubiquitous in all the concepts. You know, for crying out loud, wave tutting incorporates finger rolls, whips incorporates it, flails, tunnels, liquid. You know, tutting has started incorporating finger rolls where, you know, if you're tracing from the index finger to the pinky, a lot of people, including myself, I do this a lot, will finger roll to the pinky into the index and back and forth. I tend to do that a lot where I feel like I shouldn't have to be doing that a lot. And I know to a lot of people doing that could really muddle the mixture, if you will. And I totally agree it does happen. But a lot of people do finger roll to do the whole tracing thing when they want to get from one finger to another. I tend to do that a lot. And I know I need to kind of break myself doing that. But that's that's the point I'm trying to get at. That's how ubiquitous it is in the art all right so to me when it comes to finger rolls i find it to be the heart of the entire art form it is literally the one thing i feel like anyone who never seen gloving before see somebody doing a light show and the first thing they're going to get their eyes cut onto is the finger roll it, it, there's just there's this mysterious power behind the finger roll that i don't think all of us could fully understand quite yet but there's just something about it that just draws us in. It to me, it's like, it's like the hook in a story. It is like the inciting incident in a story. It is the one thing that grabs your audience and pulls them in to be immersed into the performance. Okay, because of how simple it is and how easy it is for the eye to follow. You go from one finger to the other. It's so easy to follow. You know. Not only that is that you could do so many things with. The finger rolls you know you can just do a regular finger roll you do the overhand finger roll where you turn it upside down you know you can then you can actually start spreading them apart and roll them back and forth and have them going over each other you can flip them upside down and have them going under each other you know you, you can literally do so many things with it you can literally stack them on top of each other and roll them upwards and downwards like there's it, it's insane if you think about it how much finger rolls is implanted in everything Okay, that's that's the thing I'm trying to explain. Now, I know some people are going to be like, oh, well, King Tutton doesn't use any of that. While that may be true, I know there are people out there who are probably using some finger rolls inside of their tuts, especially when it comes to King Tutting, because it's kind of just there. And it adds just a little extra flair to it all, in my opinion. Now, granted, I know I will kind of disclaim this now. This is all in my opinion. This is what... I found to a lot of people, and this is, you know, a lot of people kind of agree with me on this one as well. But of course, when we're talking about a subjective art form, such as gloving, like any other art is subjective. There's no level of objectivity. There are camps, camps of consensus, but there's no objective type deal. Now, I'm not going to get into all that jazz because that's just way too much hoopla to get into, <laughs> you know, but that's the thing I kind of wanted to discover is what was the quintessential thing that the community thinks everybody should master first to have everything fall into place. And I feel like I found that answer through finger rolls because of what finger rolls accomplishes in the art. 
okay it literally does set things up for everything else and it's it's crazy you know you, you can use it as transitions you can use it as build-ups and breakdowns and all those other things it's just it's it's crazy to think about it when you actually sit down and critically think about finger rolls and how they can be applied to everything in the art form and it's it's crazy but yes that is pretty much all for my episode i do highly appreciate that you guys have stayed this long and listened to me talk for about Eh, about 15 to 17 minutes, you know, around there. <laughs> you know, uh, there are so many things I do want to cover more on this, but I would rather actually pass the, the puck to you guys and see what you guys have to say. Uh, if there are any questions that you might have that I did not cover in this episode, you do have various outlets that you can hit me up at. Of course, I do have the gloving page of The Gloving Paradigm, which is that name. You can definitely hit me up there. I'm always on there and I always keep my eye on it. So do not hesitate to do so. And of course, I do have an email, which is muttonchopguy at gmail.com. And also, I'm on Reddit under the username muttonchopguy. So if you want to go check those places out, those are also places you can contact me. And of course, I do have a Discord server that you guys can definitely go on there. I've been using it quite more often lately and having a lot more talks with a lot of the members on there. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed a lot of my time there as well. Uh, I do also want to point out that yes, granted I did get a crap load of likes through an ad, I'm still getting more likes, so I do want to appreciate, share my appreciation and spread my thanks to those people who just recently liked the page. I do appreciate you guys' support, it is amazing to see the amount of growth that I've been getting. I really, really do hope to see where this keeps going. Uh, one other thing I do want to let you guys know that within the next couple of weeks, uh, I will actually be having my first interview. Uh, who would it be? I will not reveal right now, but I will definitely get, let you guys know when that starts to come up. I really, really hope you guys do enjoy my first time doing an interview with somebody. <laughs> uh, just mostly because I haven't really done one on this podcast before. And um, I will certainly say this. When it comes to this very first interview, it's pretty much going to be a whole snowboard. You know, there's not going to be a really huge time limit. Uh, I'm just going to kind of spitball from there and hopefully we just kind of see how it goes from there. So definitely, definitely keep your eyes open on that one. But yes, that is pretty much all for my episode. Once again, I would like to thank everybody who has liked the page and who's been showing their support for the show. You guys are absolutely amazing. The show wouldn't be possible without you. So I love you guys, but I am your host, Peter, AKA LPD8 Dubuque, and I'll see you guys all next week.